Hello, beautiful souls. My name is Brandon D. Or in the social media world, you know me as Mr. Gratitude. Hello, my friends, and welcome. You are about to listen to the Living with Gratitude podcast, where I discuss relationships, manifestation, life motivation, and the things that most people think about, but they're afraid to talk about. If you're ready to level up and to fill this world with more light and love, manifest your wildest dreams, you're in the right place. I look forward to knowing each and every one of you. I know we're going to have such a great time. And here we go. Hello, beautiful souls. On tonight's episode of Living with Gratitude, I bring one of my personal friends on, and she is a content creator on social media as well. We're going to discuss red flags in a relationship, some of the things that are going on in the world today, and just a friendly banter. You know what to do. We're going to have so much fun together. I can't wait to connect with each and every one of you. Welcome to living with gratitude. Here we go. Now a quick word from one of our sponsors. All right, ladies and gents, if you are in the market for something for yourself or that special someone in your life, go check out the relux.com. They have all your favorite pre-loved luxury brands from Louis Vuitton to Cartier to Rolex, designer sunglasses, arts and collectibles, Gucci, all of the fine designer brands that you love that you don't want to pay full retail for. Check out the relux.com. And when you check out, if you use promo code Mr. Gratitude, you're going to get 15% off your purchase. That's right. 15% off of your purchase when you use promo code Mr. Gratitude upon checkout. The relux.com. Hello, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to Living with Gratitude. And tonight, I do have a special guest with me. She is actually a personal friend of mine. Her and I connected through one of my social media platforms. She's awesome. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about red flags in relationships. We're going to get into the way people are, maybe a little taboo and mature content. But my friends, without further ado, my friend, Red Flag CEO, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much. What an introduction that was. Like, my God, <laughs> it's amazing. I, uh, I, I usually do that. I, I do pretty good introductions, especially for people like yourself that I know personally. I mean, you are my guest. I'm going to make sure that you feel welcomed, special, and who knows, maybe you want to come back on the show someday. I love it. I love it. I'm glad to connect with you. I'm happy. Well, what has been going on in your neck of the woods? What have you been up to lately? And why don't you let the audience know who you are, how we connected, what you do, and let's just, let's rock. Let's go. 
Um, well, so uh, you and I connected on TikTok, and I, I have to say, I'm a big advocate of TikTok. I've made good friends on that app, and um, both of us have our own spin on relationships, and that was how we met. I'm uh, a natural and just noticing red flags in people. And actually the audience gave me that name, you know, Red Flag CEO. So I went with it, I loved it. And lately I have not been actually um, in the dating uh, game, like telling people about the red flags I'm seeing in dating because I'm seeing so many red flags with the vaccination. And I feel like a lot of people don't wanna talk about that. That's okay. Um, but I am going to, I got a little sidetracked, but now as life is opening up a little bit more, I'm going to go back towards the dating scene because now we can tie in the vaccination thing with the dating scene since, Ooh, yeah. since it says on the dating apps, I have been vaccinated. Yeah. What's up with that? I'm, you know, <laughs> you know, for some of my, now I kind of, I kind of briefed you that I'm branched away from relationship consulting yeah. just for personal reasons. But when I was in that realm, and if I had to set up, you know, an online dating page for one of my clients, there was one of them out there. I'm not going to say which site this was, but I noticed it was a consistent theme that I'm vaccinated. You should be too, or I don't care if you're vaccinated. And I'm thinking to myself, what in the gosh dang hell does that have to do with being in a relationship? What are you in high school? Like, do you, do you need the, the tattoo that says you're with the cool kids? I mean, why do you think that is? Yes, though. That's exactly what you said. So, so, you know, back in history, I mean, this is going, we're, we're going back. There is a deep need, human need for people to belong together. Right. And so if you think about it, so it's interesting because I believe that for every, everything that's positive, there's a negative to it too. It can be a negative. And even though a lot of people are like, oh my God, they're putting down now that I'm vaccinated. If you think about it, they're signaling, they're signaling that they're part of that group. Right. Right. So it would make sense that they ought to be with people that are also, they like to signal that they're part of that group because you and I wouldn't matter to us. Right. Cause we're not judging either way. Each person should do whatever they're comfortable with. Does that make sense? hundred percent. I mean, I'm, I'm, right. So these people though, and even if you put it on your profile that I don't care if you're vaccinated or not, um, you do. Because from the perspective that you actually put it on your profile, you already are signaling to people that you do care. Yeah. Otherwise, it would not be on there. Right. But I guess my disturbance, though, is we're putting that on. Why not put other stuff? Why not put STDs? Why not put things that are kind of more important? You know, <laughs> if we're going to go that route, yeah, right? yeah, I would, I would want to know then, you know, did you have chlamydia or gonorrhea at some point or, uh, uh, <laughs> you, you know what, it, it's, what? it's so interesting. You say that, and I've talked about this, not only in content, but in the podcast as well. One of the first things I talk to somebody about, if I, if I see there's a connection, if I see there's something yeah. there, I have, there's no shame in my game. I'm like, Hey. I, I've never had a disease in my life. I'm an extremely right. sexual person with a very intense sex drive. I need to know, can you please, like, I don't care the number of people that you're with. 
or you have been with, I just need to know that you're herpes free and that you're right. STD free. And the reason why I bring up herpes is because people don't educate themselves is even with a condom on, you can still contract herpes because it's skin to skin contact. You'd be surprised how many people don't know that. And I'm like, mind blown. Yes. And so here's the thing. So I think a lot of my audience and maybe your audience doesn't know, but I'm licensed as an esthetician and tattoo artist in the state of Illinois. So I do microblading, which is, you know, it's for the face, um, a lot of makeup. And I used to do a lot of waxing back in the day, a lot of uh, Brazilian bikini waxing. And by law, they had to tell me if they had herpes. Now I had two clients that had herpes, um, Obviously, when they came to me, it wasn't active, but they told me it would shock me to know how many men would still have sex with them. Right. Knowing without a condom, without a condom, knowing that they had herpes and herpes is, is it's a forever thing. It doesn't go away. Yep. Yep. So my jaw dropped. Like I've learned so much in that industry, in my field, just about people. And what people are doing and how they're operating. And it's like you said, it's mind blowing, but well, I want to know that stuff too. Cause I've, I'm clean. I've never been down that road. Right. So ne- um, neither have I. Yeah. So, and then the, the other thing that's kind of, a lot of the audience doesn't know this, but I did a lot of research on vaccinations and I don't want to keep tapping into that direction, but a lot of people that got vaccinated were starting to have false positives of HIV. That's very Ooh, concerning. I have yeah. not heard that one. Yes, these are facts. So I'm, I'm not, it's, this is not Anastasia land. This is not red flag CEO conspiracy, you know? So um, that is concerning to me. Yeah, 100%. Right? That, is, that is scary. <laughs> yeah. So in a sense, going back to that, that they're, putting on it that they are vaccinated i'm like okay um you know more pressing issues right there are but for me that would be a red flag and that would be a no yeah no a hundred percent a hundred percent because it shouldn't dictate how you love cherish a relationship and it's going to segue into what you just said about red flags because that is your name that is your content creating name is red flag ceo and we're going to we're going to get into some of that in this conversation. I, you know, I specialize in relationships. That is my passion. That's what I've done for so long. And I've seen it all heard it all of the stories and some of your videos that you'll post about, right. I'm like, yeah, sister. Yeah. Like that is so right. You and I agree. I I will say 95% of the time you and I agree on that stuff. Yeah. Oh, what would you say in actually, I'm gonna take a step back. So how did you, first of all, get into becoming the red flag CEO? What made you want to start spreading awareness about red flags and relationships? Um, Because I used to be that girl that didn't see them. I used to be that girl that felt my body gave me the signal, but I didn't listen to it. I kind of pushed it back, but I also was never trained by my caregivers what to look for. And it's, (laughs) yeah, it's, these are facts. And so it's interesting because it's like, I'm not like walking through life, blaming the parents, blaming my parents. I'm an adult. But the reality is, is that if you have children, you have the opportunity 
to shift all of that. You have the opportunity to really let them understand how magical your body is, how magical your spirit inside of your body is, right? That it will let you know that it's a red flag, but I didn't know those things. And so I feel like it got me in trouble. It got me in, in, in bad situations in work and in uh, intimate relationships because I didn't know that that was my higher self signaling to me that it's a no, yeah. Anastasia, it's a no. And so I feel like women, especially, I think, at least that's from my perspective, maybe from your perspective, it's men, but they don't want to hear that inner voice. They don't trust it. And that's the other thing is like, you're not going to trust it when you have caregivers who are constantly telling you that what you're feeling is wrong, that what you're doing is wrong. You kind of, that's how you grow up and you don't know yourself. 100%. Yeah. So that is literally the juice of why I do what I do. I want women to understand, listen to your body, your gut instinct. It is there for a reason. It's magical. Yes. Pay attention to it. Take your time. Stop jumping into these relationships. I've done that. I've been there. That's why I can speak from that perspective. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's never wrong. And I I preach this all the time. Yeah. Is it's, it's your connection to source and rather someone yeah. believes in God or they believe in the universe or they believe in both. We have that gift in us. We have that hardwired line to source and the right. gut is never, ever wrong. And you know, you know, the gut and right. the difference though, and especially for women is women, the, the female psyche, that, that feminine, you know, energy is different than masculine energy and women naturally have the best intuition on the planet. But the problem is, is a lot of women use their head and not their intuition. And, the, and I, t- I try and coach women that your head is a clusterfuck of emotions and thoughts that go up and down as where your gut is one thing that will haunt your whole body and won't go away. And for a lot of women, it's like, holy crap, Brandon, you're right. Like, I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. And that's when the bells really go off. Right. There's even a good book. It's called The Body Keeps Score. Yes, I have it. Yeah. Um, so like, like you're, you know, everybody will feel something though when they feel like somebody just disrespected them, there is something that happens to your body Yeah. and you're like, oh, but they want to be loved so bad. They they push it it down. Right. Mm -hmm. They just push it to the side, Mm -hmm. but they don't know that that person is not going to love you and help you heal. They're just not going to. Right. And it's, it's interesting because I um, somebody sent me a video on TikTok and I love it. It's this dude. I don't even know who he is, but I um, probably going to post it tomorrow on TikTok. He was talking about low value women being stupid. Ooh, yeah. And it's it's like that is so dangerous. Like <laughs> th- those things, they just they're bothersome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, a low value woman has been trained to be low value period by yeah, her caregivers. And, yeah. And you can't, you can't ever make a blanket statement because there's always anomalies for everything. Um, right. you know, a, a perfect example, I posted content on this today or yesterday about, I, there, there's a huge misconception between a true narcissist, a love bomber, somebody that's trying to manipulate you with an MO and somebody that is a super empath and their, their love language is expressing words of affirmation and receiving words of affirmation. 
because there genuinely is some people out there that are like, you know what, you're beautiful. I, I love my time with you. Or maybe they just, hey, I was at the store. I, I thought of you. Here's this gift. And they've maybe only known this person a couple of weeks. Now, typically, that is a red flag, typically, in most cases, because people that are, I'll just say, in their right mind or emotionally available do not invest themselves emotionally with somebody so early on. And so that is why there's always anomalies. And that's your gut. Like if your gut is saying, hey, this person's getting me something, they've only known me a couple of days. Yeah, that's probably a red flag. But if it feels mm -hmm. free and genuine, that person is, a, is an anomaly. And that is just how they express themselves. What do you what are your thoughts on that? Um, so as somebody who has studied narcissism deeply, I can say this, when it comes to red flags, um, a person is not just coming around you with one red flag. They have multiple red flags. Yeah. So if you're dating for a couple of weeks and they saw something at wherever and they bought it for you, that's actually a very, uh, I would like that, right? However, I wouldn't like that if that was assisted with constant texts, constant calls, like too much to the point that I'm wondering, do you have a job? Do you have a purpose? Do you know what I'm saying? Because uh, now yeah. Yeah. I'm getting turned off because I don't want to be your everything. I don't want to be a person that completes somebody. I want a complete person. And when we have our time together, I want that to be magical, you know? And so that's where it would be so nice if somebody was like, you know what? I knew you would love this. I thought of you that I'd be like, that is so sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then if the person is annoying because they're doing all these other things, it's a no. Does that make sense? So it's like, yeah. it might be a red flag, but if that's the only thing, is it really a red flag? Most likely not. Right. But usually a red flag person has multiple red flags. Yeah, it's like, a, <laughs> it's like an alarm. It's like that. It's like, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a total alarm. And you, you hit the nail on the head with, with that statement there. And that's, that's why I tossed it to you that way. Cause I wanted you to kind of finish it there. Um, uh -huh. And you, and you did, you, you went down the path that I was, that I was looking for. <laughs> Excellent. But here's the thing, like a lot of people have not been loved properly in their childhood years and so a lot of times when somebody comes along and they give you all this attention <clears throat> for a person who has not been loved properly it's magical yeah <clears throat> it's a dopamine rush <clears throat> i'm gonna take a sip of water you're totally fine my friend it's uh it, it's a it's a dopamine rush it's something that they've craved for their whole life and now that they're finally getting that they really just don't know how to to handle it and it's it's like an addictive drug for them mm -hmm. and you know there's there's also people out there that do the same thing they they have <clears throat> love bombing tendencies and they feel that the only way to get said person is to love bomb them or shower them with things because that's all that's worked for them in the past. So it goes, it goes both ways. True. Um, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I don't know what's wrong with my throat. Um, okay, as long as I don't have to uh, send an ambulance over there, we're, yeah, all, yeah. we're all right. But I can tell you from the perspective, um, <clears throat> when I didn't have self-love, when the person 
love bombed me. I thought I was in heaven. Yeah. I thought I had hit the jackpot. I thought I had won the lottery. And what ends up happening typically in a relationship, you're like two independent people and you come together and you're a little bit too interdependent, right? And then there's, there comes a point where you want to, again, then um, learn how to be in the relationship, but still have your independence again. Like that's just a natural sequence of a, of a good relationship. Does that make sense? Totally. Now, if you go down the healing path and you start working on yourself, and actually start to love yourself. So a person who loves themselves though, when they get love bombed, they recognize right away, this is, this is whacked. Yeah, it's not right. This is too much, right? Yeah. This is too much. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's not healthy. It doesn't make sense. Right away, you can tell. And so um, when you're unhealthy though, like I sucked it all up. Yeah. I was all in. Mm-hmm. And you're not alone. And, you know, there's, there's a huge separation. And this is something again, that I talk about quite frequently is there's a huge difference between attachment and codependency. Attachment is perfectly healthy. That's a beautiful thing. You want to be attached in your relationship, but what you mm-hmm. don't want is to be codependent upon them. And a lot of people they are like, well, what's the difference? And I go, here's the difference is attachment is being in love with them, cherishing them, respecting them, loving on them, giving them you know, physical touch, whatever it is to love on them, but also being able to leave them, go to work and not stress out and be like, oh my gosh, is my person cheating on me? Are they going to be there? Is my relationship going to still be intact when I get home from work? That's codependency. And mm-hmm. people are like, they're like, oh my gosh, like I've never thought of it that way. And I go, yeah, a lot of people don't. That's why they get codependent in their relationship. And then when they get broken up with, or they get a divorce or that person passes away, their life is over because they don't know how to be themselves without the codependency. I mean, yeah, like, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's fascinating because I remember working with a girl and she, I mean, you could, the whole, the whole thing was toxic. She had gotten her girlfriend to go spy on him because she thought he was cheating. Oh. It turns out, it turns out he was cheating, but he <clears throat> was cheating with men on Craigslist. Okay. Okay. Fine. Her immediate thing was like, I'm going to tell everybody. I'm going to tell his ex-wife. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Take some time. Don't tell anybody anything. Never act from emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Because let me tell you something from the Greek community, from that perspective, to begin with, they're going to automatically think you have AIDS. These are facts. Okay. So no one's going to want to touch you and date you ever again. If I'm just telling you, because it's like a Neanderthal type of community okay and I was like nobody needs to know your business just stop so little by little their relationship started to deteriorate he started to drink and I guess he got into a motorcycle accident and broke his leg I don't know it was something crazy like that she's like but I have to go see if he's okay and I was like he's a grown man he's gonna be okay and it was all of that even though he dragged her through the dirt even though he humiliated her, even though he cheated on her, she was still looking out for him, wanting to make sure that he's okay, like a little kid. And I said to her, I said, you know, maybe when you're talking to your therapist, one of these days, maybe you can, you guys can touch up on codependency. Cause I think if you sound really codependent and she didn't want to admit it at first, but then she did come back and tell me like, you know, you were right about that. And so I feel like codependency a lot of times too, is like, 
that trying to, it's almost like it's easy for people to see, like you're trying to mother somebody, but they're an adult. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a huge part of it. And yeah, you know, when I, I brought it up for awareness because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that think that it's okay, or they're not aware that they're codependent. Yeah. So to spread that awareness is huge because it's not healthy at all. Um, yeah, it's, it's just not. <laughs> there's so much codependency. In, in, uh, yeah. And, no. and it's almost the toxic fear syndrome as well. People would rather take the abuse, the comfort, the security of having somebody there, um, than to be alone. There's people that just cannot be alone. And that part blows my mind as well. I've been single for a little over two years. I live alone. And of course it sucks at times. It absolutely sucks but I will continue to be single and continue to live alone rather than just jumping in a relationship that's meager or meaningless. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and some people look at that as well. That's you want perfection. I'm like, no, 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 I don't. I want a healthy, loving, supportive, nurturing relationship. I don't want BS. Exactly. Uh, You know, but a lot of people don't even understand. See, you cannot find your path. You can't find your way there unless you've spent time by yourself. Yes. But people don't want to do that. Yes. They don't. Yes. To know yourself is to truly love yourself, which is to know God as well. And there's a huge misconception and understanding. That is one of the number one things that I found in consulting was lack of self-love and lack of self-integrity. And I don't fault anybody, men, women, whatever it is for sexual things. You know, I, I have had my times in the past when I was much younger and immature to where I was that, that fuck boy. Like I had a different woman every week and I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. And that was what I thought like would made me more of a man. And then you have some women that are like, well, he's not going to like me if I don't sleep with him. And, and now you, you have to educate and know that a real man, a, a man in his power an alpha Sleeping with you is the furthest thing from his mind if he truly wants to pursue your heart. And there's another awareness right there. Well, you know, it's so interesting. I was talking with my girlfriend today really quickly. Um, and we were talking about, <clears throat> she's, she's doing a lot of interviewing. And she's shocked by the uh, clothing that they're wearing for these interviews. Very, very casual. And yes. I said to her, remember how we used to dress up to go out clubbing? She goes, I do. I was like, those were the days. These, these people do not have a clue. They don't have a clue how to dress up. Like we're talking dress up, classy heels. Um, Cause most of the people are wearing, it's a shit show, right? And if you think about it too, sex has become very meaningless. It's become oh, yeah. so- Oh Yeah not a big deal. Yeah. So as society keeps, you know, moving forward, it's, it's actually not looking, (laughs) it's not looking that great to me for people that really want like long lasting, meaningful, like you have to find a really good friend in the person you want to be with. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to share something to touch on that. Cause you know, me, like I have complete humility. I can be vulnerable. I don't hide Mm -hmm. anything. So I'll tell you this is the last few times that I have had sex with somebody, it's, it's almost scared me because I'm completely numb to it. 
I feel mm. no connection. Um, and, and afterwards, I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, am I ever going to find true intimacy again? And I'm not talking just sexual intimacy. I'm talking to where when I can have sex with somebody, I'm like, okay, this isn't just getting myself off and getting myself wet. I'll say this is actually, I feel my soul is connected. Your soul, right? Yeah. And, and, and it scares me. I'm gonna be honest. It scares me to know that I'm, I'm about to be 42 and I have faith. I have faith that I will find somebody, but will I recognize the true physical intimacy because I'm so numb to it? It's, it's scary. But don't you think it takes time? Um, I don't know on that. I, I can't say through my years of personal experience in relationships and consulting the intimacy, when you have a connection, I don't think that takes time personally. I think either you have the spark or you don't. Not anybody I've ever been with, me personally. Now, consulting, I will say, I'm going to use percentages. Consulting wise, I'll say two to 4% of my clients have had that, oh, you know, I, I just really wasn't that attracted at first. And we spent time together. And oh my gosh, now there's just amazing chemistry. It can happen. Okay. It can't happen. But then the flip side of that is why would you want that? To me, that's like somebody growing on you, or you just kind of settled because they were around versus you spent time with them, you invested yourself, and then it kind of grew from there. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, okay, so you have a certain level of attraction, right? You have it, you have something, but it can't, if it's too fiery, for me, from my perspective, it's red flags. If it's too fiery, oh, I don't okay. trust that. Okay. okay? I, I see that point. I see that point. So, but, so I'm saying you're going to have, you are going to have an attraction. If you don't have an attraction to the person, I, I don't know. I don't, I like to have something. Totally. Okay. Um, but then as you spend time together, as you share experiences together, something between you grows, it's like a friendship. Correct. And I feel like as that grows, then you can have that type of sex that you speak of. I agree. I agree. And, and the, yeah. problem, the problem with that in 2021 is people either want one or the other. Here's the problem is they're either like permanent friend zone or they're like, oh, the sex is great, but there's nothing in common or this is this or there's pure romance or they want to just dive deep into romance right off the bat without even becoming their friend. So to find somebody that's like, hey, like, let's be friends. Let's hang out. Let's chill and see what happens from there. It's hard to find that. And that's what I want. Like, I want somebody that I've been friends with for a while. And all of a sudden, this random just romance develops. That's my ideal of how a relationship should be. Right. It's like, like, think about this. Everything's fast and everything's getting faster. Yeah. Right. Scary. And totally scary. Um, people are getting paid like Venmo, when I get paid, it's the blink of an eye. Okay. Yep. The same thing is happening with the dating and love relationships. But if you think about this, if you're making a meal, like there are people that cook with the microwave. Ugh. I'm not down with Ugh. that. Yeah, I, I, I like a long, uh, from scratch meal. If I'm going to do a meal, yeah. right. It tastes different than the microwave meal. Even when I have a leftover, like leftovers. I like to bake them. They taste different. They're not chewy. And I feel like the same thing applies with relationships. People want a microwave relationship, but the like one that. that's savory is like the one that's like takes hours to cook. 
a yeah. simmer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to find that and to have the stars align and have two people that can be patient, it's just hard and it's possible. Oh, it's possible. Yeah. It's just not uh, probable lately. It's true. And to be honest with you, once in a while, I'll check in with uh, Sam Vaknin. He's literally, um, he was the first one to be a proclaimed narcissist. So if you look him up on YouTube, he's a very, very interesting human being. Yeah. I've heard that name before. Yeah. Um, he, I find him comical, you know, but um, one of the recent videos, which I have not touched, tapped into that because I'm so focused on cryptocurrency and other things. Um, he makes a really valid point. People are so dissatisfied these days with not finding the right person and wanting quick yeah. that they have basically accepted the fact that they're going to be by themselves and they're secluding themselves from even dating. Yeah. And yeah. And I was like, that is so true. I know so many women who are just completely, even with their mind and their energy, they're closed off. Yeah. And we're, we're not meant to live that way. We're meant to thrive no. together. We, we exactly. need a village. Exactly. And then the, the COVID restrictions and uh, staying home quarantine did oh. not help that. It made no. it a thousand times worse. No. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the crypto and there's like, there's so many other topics I want to discuss with you on the show. I, I, I might have to invite you back at some time and okay. for this, for this episode, it has been absolutely fantastic bantering with you. I always enjoy catching up. I know we text back and forth and have, you know, bits of conversation, but this is the first time we've got to get in depth and probably about seven or eight months since we did an Instagram live together. Once yeah. And, and that was fantastic. I think you're incredible. I, I love your content. I, I love what you stand for. I love that you're spreading awareness and helping empower women. How can my audience connect with you? Where can they find you? Go ahead and uh, let, let everybody know how they can connect with you. Thank you so much for that. Um, so on TikTok, it's at red flag CEO. I would say that I'm active there I will be more active it's just we had um, an issue with the scheduling because I still have a, a young child so that takes up time um, but you can also find me on Instagram at red flag CEO I do want to start making time probably more towards the fall and start doing some YouTube videos like legit you know where I want to talk people want to hear my perspective and I um, probably in the fall will start to go on TikTok live more often. I have been M-I-A. <laughs> now, if somebody has a question for you or they're looking for, you know, red flag scenario, can they message you or do you have your messages open on your social media? They're open on Instagram and on, um, and on TikTok. Um, for a long time, I couldn't get them on TikTok, but they've been better about that, I think, in my opinion. How do you feel about that? Uh, for me, I've always had them open. I've never had message problems i've had other things with tiktok issues but yeah. that's a whole other episode um, yeah okay so yeah okay great so those are the uh the ways you can connect with my dear friend anastasia or red flag ceo i'm so used to calling her red flag so i just <laughs> i just call her red flag and now down to a couple matters of business i'm sure that each and every one of you i love you guys i'm so grateful for you and you know i love each and every one of you however uh, there's a program that got implemented two weeks ago to where I'm going to allow the first week of each episode to be broadcast for free 
And then after the first week, it will be $2.99 per episode, iTunes, Spotify, all of the podcast platforms just started a subscription service. And I am part of that. They did invite me. So I am a part of that. The first week of every episode will be free. Make sure that you still download, subscribe. And then after the first week, it will be $2.99. So make sure you jump on early, get it downloaded quick. I'm grateful for all of you. And if you could, please, 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 please take 3.5 seconds, go to your iTunes, go to your Spotify and leave me five stars, please. It helps this podcast. It helps me ensure great guests for the show. And it just shows that you love me, you appreciate me, and it lets the world know. So until next time, my dear friends, please be blessed, stay grateful, manifest your dreams, spread kindness, and we will see you next time.